Hey guys, welcome to the Reactions Podcast. Today we'll be talking about Uncut Gems. It came out Christmas of 2019, and uh, sorry, we're just now getting around to it, but we had a really busy season there. Um, so our podcast will remain the same. We also started releasing videos where we take elements from the movie, turn them into ingredients, and then make a recipe. So if you want to check that out, that'll be on the uh, page where we post our podcast episodes on reaction.media. So you can check that out. We're also releasing the blog post with that that has how to make the food that we made. So be sure to check those things out. Remember, we're on social media at Facebook Reaction Media, Twitter Reaction underscore media, Instagram Reaction underscore media. Be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe to the podcast. And uh, you can find us wherever your favorite podcast is, whatever your favorite platform is. So uh, without further ado, here we go. Hey everyone, welcome to the Reactions Podcast. I'm Alex. And this is David. Today we're talking about Uncut Gems, which I already said in the intro, so I'm saying it again. <laughs> Came out Christmas of 2019. David, yeah. what'd you think? I loved it. I think it's worth saying twice because it was that good of a movie. Well, that just sounds cheesy, but all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, well, let's just jump right into this. The budget, we we couldn't find the budget. Nowhere. It's even nowhere. Even, even Google's entry says, please help people out with this missing information. Because it doesn't exist. I guess the Safety brothers are keeping a tight hold on that thing. I, I guess, but... They did well, um, they, at least domestically, because also I don't know if this movie even released internationally, but there are no numbers for it. Right. Um, domestically, though, they $44.9 million is what they made. Which is really good because I'm pretty sure it was a limited release. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So we're it's, lucky that we got to see it. Exactly. Exactly. It's nice that they have theaters that play those those lesser known movies around us. Go AMC. <laughs> it's always AMC. But the AMC had the A24 on it, so it's like. Was it mostly AMC? I don't know. Is is A24 an AMC company? I think A24 is an AMC branding. Okay. I like what they do, by the way. Just FYI, A24 puts out a ton of good movies. Yeah, I think it's an AMC branding. I'm not sure. It might just be because that's what I see all the time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's the format they use. Maybe it's something like that. Because 24 would, I guess, be 24 frames a second. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. I like them. Uh, I like them, and, and I like Blumhouse. Blumhouse puts out a lot of good movies, too. They're the, they're the ones that did upgrade them. You know, Blumhouse is not known for, like, great movies. They're really known for horror movies that have a lot of gore in them. And that's why Upgrade was, like, really gory. Really gory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. However, yeah. I, uh, yeah, Blumhouse, I respect them. Because they're the ones that do the $5 million cap, right? You have a $5 million budget I at the most. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Going back and watching like the practical effects and upgrade, I, I realize we're getting way off topic. But yeah, going but back and watching the the practical effects and upgrade is just amazing. But yeah, anyway, uncut gems, fantastic. uncut gems. <laughs> so uh, who's in this movie? Adam Sandler, Julia Fox, Lakeith Stanfield, Idina Menzel, Judd Hirsch, Ke uh, the guy with three names. It's only been in two movies. Keith Williams Richards. Yeah, him. Keith. Keith Williams Richards. Richards. Keith. Kev 
Keith Richards. That's why he has to put Williams. You realize that, right? Uh, uh, Kevin Garnett. Oh, yeah, yeah. And The Weeknd. The Weeknd. Mm-hmm. And Tilda Swinton has a voiceover role. Yeah. Which I didn't realize until we did this podcast. I don't think, unless she's doing a weird role, she doesn't really have a distinctive voice. I think. I think her looks are the more the distinctive. Well, thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You but, could say that. <laughs> she's very distinctive, especially especially when she did. And I'm uh, not saying she's ugly by any means. I'm just right. saying distinctive. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder. Nah, nah. I don't know. She could. She, you think she could play roles that pass as a guy? Like Kate Blanchett did with Bob Dylan? You know, there was thought or some, I read, I didn't read, I listened to a podcast where they talked about uh, having her somehow as Bond. Really? Figuring that out. That would be. They're doing a girl, right? They're going to have a girl. No idea. I think they're having an African-American woman as the next Bond. Do you think it's the one that's going to be in No Time to Die? The one that that he's sparring with in the trailers? That would work. I mean, that would be the way to introduce her. Yeah, it'd be a good way to do it. Mm. You know, it'd be really good. Dreamcasting, way off topic again. Uh, Tilda you have to keep telling us. We know. <laughs> Tilda Swinton as David Bowie. Oh man, they're both kind of. I don't think this is. I don't think this is uh, uh, insulting, but they're both kind of androgynous in the way they look. Was there any? Uh, were there any actors that we missed? Any other actors or actresses? No, you said all of them yes. except for those two. Okay. <laughs> well, three, if you count uh, Keith Williams Richards. <laughs> Who is now Keith Richards in my mind forever. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to look for it. They had done weird, they did weird things. Like they kept some of the actors' names as their names. Like Julia Fox's character's name is Julia. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. I mean, I, I realized they did it for Kevin Garnett in the weekend because they had to. That was, they were playing themselves, but I didn't even realize that for Julia. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. So I wonder if they did they do that? Like, was she they had her originally as another name? They had her in there as something else and she would just never respond to it. And they were like, fine, we'll use your name. It's always weird to me when when actors play characters that have the same name they as have them. The same name. Yeah. I just wonder what the process is that makes them do that. Like, is the director like, look, you're not looking at the camera and your name's Camry in this and it's not working. I know someone named Camry. Anyway, <laughs> so your name's Camry in this and it's not working. So like now it's Julia, I guess. We're just going to change it. <laughs> I'm Benny Safety, and I decided that we're changing. <laughs> the best example I can think of of actors playing characters named the same is The Office. Did you know that Creed Bratton is the ne- is the actor's it's like name? His name. Yes. I thought they were doing jokes for the longest time. I was le- reading the credits, and I was like, "Oh, ha, they threw in Creed to see if we're paying attention." Oh man, they threw in Angela to see if they're paying attention. And then I looked up the actors' names. Like, oh no, that's their names. Like Phyllis too, right? Yes, her Phyllis. name's Phyllis. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, so weird. So let's talk about this movie. Oh um, yeah, what movie we're talking about again? Uncut Gems. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Adam Sandler's finest work. You think so? I. I really do. I like his comedies, but I've never seen him act so well. I don't like a, any comedies. So you don't like any? <laughs> not really. If, well, if, not even Happy Gilmore. I mean, sure, okay. I'll watch it. But like, if I'm given a choice, do you want to watch a thriller or a comedy? I'm never going to pick comedy. And since there's so much content at this point, I can always find something that's not a comedy. That's fair, and I agree with you on that one. If I'm ever watching a comedy, it's generally with my wife. Like that's like that's the reason that we watch it because she doesn't like all the thrillers. <laughs> Good for me. My wife watches Grey's Anatomy, so that's enough of like 
Like, oh, that person's leg is gone. Cool, I, I can watch this. I get my thriller fix in medical thrillers. In medical thrillers, which <laughs> I don't even know if you could call it that because it's more romance than anything. I think it would fall in the same category as Saw. Saw is a medical thriller. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> they have another name for what Saw is. <laughs> and it is not medical thriller. <laughs> But yeah, I liked. I, I thought Adam Sandler did a really good job. Do you? What do you think? Oh yeah, Adam Sandler's. I mean, like, I knew when the credits rolled on this movie, I was like, "Well, that was amazing." David was kind of like, "I have to process that now," and I was like, "No, it's good." I did. Have it's to process really that. good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we waited as long as we did to talk about it because you've kind of you've been able to think about it. I have. It, it took me a while to understand. That that shock in the, not a while it took me like a day that that shock at the end of the movie when he dies that is that's supposed to happen you're supposed to yeah by the way he dies <laughs> spoiler filled <laughs> yeah um, that's what this podcast is for it's so shocking that I was spoiled I knew he was going to die going into the movie and it still shocked me my stomach dropped oh just it's. It's done really well. We were talking earlier uh, before we started recording this. Basically, the movie's a roller coaster, but it's not a roller coaster in the sense of normal. Ro- it's not like it's not really up and down. It's I know that's what roller coaster means, but this is more of like you're on the chain lift for the whole movie. And then it's a straight down without seatbelts drop like just <laughs> click, 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 click. You're dead. It's like you're on a hanging roller coaster and then all of a sudden you get to the top and your seat, all the bolts come out and you fall. <laughs> you're describing a ride that does exist. It's at Six Flags Over Georgia, or it used to exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got rid of it right before anyone could die. Was Deja it? vu. That was such a good ride. I it was such a ride. good ride, but it had a lot of issues. Yes, like, it you did. Know, when they first tested it, all the dummies came back missing their arms. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I rode it twice in my life, and the reason is because most of the time when I went, it was down for repairs. Oh, yeah. Well, so the ride, this has nothing to do. I- I'm not even going to talk about this. I'll tell David this after. Actually, <laughs> screw it. I'm talking about it now. Here we go. The ride had to, it was a It was a drop, and then it went backwards. And the ride had to, had a bolt or had a clip that had to catch the coaster on the way up. So it would go up and you could watch it. It would go up and match with that locking mechanism and catch. Okay. And it just could never do it all the Dang. Way. So then would it just come back and, and get stuck because it wouldn't get enough momentum because the catch didn't? yeah. Okay. And they'd have to go push it. <laughs> push it around that corkscrew. I and, don't know how oh, they did it, man. man. There was a reason it was shut down for the rest of the day. <laughs> Gosh. So um, anyway, uncut gems. something that we like to do. Quit saying that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we're going to go off topic. That's the part of right, this. right, right. Um, so one of the things we like to do on this podcast is talk over each other. In this movie, a lot of things I heard a lot. A lot of people didn't like it because of this, but I thought it made it more real. Is that the? It's not as much dialogue as it's like. Um group talking because they're they're all talking at the same time yes. you have to pick out okay adam sandler's talking and i know this movie has to do with him so i gotta pay attention to him <laughs> but i also gotta pay attention to the people talking to him and figure out the plot based on because they're talking over each other but they're talking about something that may be important yes uh but i loved it because it makes it so real it's it's more um 
when you're talking, obviously, as given on this podcast, it is not, <laughs> we're talking, we're talking, we're talking, and then I will wait and pause so David can talk. Right. And it also adds to the- uh, However, I just did that. Anxiety-inducing aspect of it because, I mean, you're hearing this cacophony of noises around you, and you you can't parse everything. So, like you said, you have to pick out one. And, and also, like you said, that is why a lot of people didn't like it. So you saw- this movie, I'm assuming, because you're listening to us. Um, however, Howard Ratner, Adam Sandler's character, Julius Theroner, um, is always looking for the next big bet, and he's doing that throughout the entire movie. He's got other people's money that he's using to pay for the debt. He's or the debt. I mean, yeah, he's in. He's using to pay for the debt that he's doing for the bet. It's really weird. He's like trying to make extra money on top, but he never. Even if he would win, he would take the money and place another bet. Well, so the first time you really get a, an aspect of his schemes is when he pawn, he trades the black opal that he had ordered for, uh, I think we find out later in the movie he got it for $100,000. Uh-huh. He ordered that and he gives it to Kevin Garnett because he convinces Kevin Garnett that it has some kind of special power. And then he gets his ring. He gets Kevin As Garnett's ring. For a trade, yeah. Right. And so he's supposed to save keep it, but instead he goes and pawns it off. And I'm telling you what. I started freaking out internally because it's just oh, like, yeah. wait a sec. It's like, wait, that's his Celtics like championship ring that you just pawned to the, uh, okay, to this random dude at another jeweler. And I and that's what gives him such a thrill because if he loses this bet, he's just lost Kevin Garnett's ring. So he's like, I'm going for it. <laughs> and, Done. And we've seen Kevin Garnett's bodyguards. So it, yeah. yeah. So that so that already started my heart pounding, and that wasn't even 30 minutes into the movie. And then you find out he's living a double life. Then he's got someone on the side. But then you find out that, like, everyone knows that. Like, it's yeah. it's a really interesting dynamic when his wife's like, yeah, we know that you have an apartment and that it's with some other girl. And you're just like, oh. Mm-hmm. But, but the kids they do know. the twist. That's a weird twist because I haven't seen that in the movie. Normally they do the thing where they show you something and you assume every other character doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Okay, cool. I know he's doing this. I know he's doing this. And then another character's like, we know you're doing that. And you're like, oh. <laughs> All right, then. And just like they did that, they did the, such a low-key reveal. It's so in, it's just in normal conversation. They And I loved it when they did that and revealed that Arno was his brother-in-law. Yeah, like they're not going, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Arno is his brother-in-law. It's just like, it just Arno's there at a family function. Yes. It and made you're like, it. wait. That's the dude who just put him in the trunk without his clothes. What? I am confused. <laughs> it makes it almost more not devastating is the wrong word. It makes it more effective because you're you're watching this movie and and they're not doing the cheesy music. They're not doing all that stuff. You're just supposed to pick it up. And when and that realization when it comes over you is just I don't know. It, that's another reason this movie is so good. Just the way they directed, the way they set up those scenes. So anyway, final bet. They bet on, he bets on Garnett. With my a heart bunch of is, different. My heart is already getting up in my throat thinking about the end. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he bets on like I don't remember all the um, all the conditions he puts on it, but it's like I mean, one of the conditions is they've got to get the first tip. Yes, I mean, if they don't get the first tip, he's lost everything. I, everything. <laughs> he's locked Arno and his bodyguards in part of his store he's got a <laughs> mag lock where he can buzz people in and out and he's locked them in there <laughs> completely he, by accident <laughs> they're the people that he owes 
they're the people that he owes the money to, and he takes their money from the Black Opal that he sells to Kevin Garnett, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to bet this. <laughs> and so the whole time you're going through Julia, his his sad his sad girl, mm-hmm. is uh, bet, places the bet and is sitting in a casino while Arno's men go looking for her, and then he's... Uh, Howard is sitting in this room watching the TV and you're watching the TV going, come on, come on. Even though you know, you've seen the game, but you're mm-hmm. still going, come on, come on, come on. Yes. Because the game was an actual game. Yes. So, and then he wins. Mm-hmm. And he lets Arno and his men out and Keith Richards shoots him in the face. It was heartbreaking. But what was more Keith heartbreaking? Williams Richards. What was more heartbreaking is when he shoots Arno. Yeah, and then he's like, "I'm gonna shoot you too." Oh man! Boom! Yeah, takes all the jewelry and leaves. So we we kind of talked about this before a little oh, bit. Oh, and then there's this you... weird part where he where it goes into his nose, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> the camera like zooms into his face. Yeah, that was well. Does it go into his nose or into the gunshot wound? It, was it into goes the into the gunshot, gunshot wound. wound. Yeah. And it was it was like they were trying to do something weird, like some uh, artsy artsy. Yeah, it was almost like an art film kind of thing. It was like into the wound, and because uh, then that transitioned to the opal, and then that transitioned to the universe. To the universe, <laughs> he's connected to the universe. The opal is connected to the universe. The we're opal all, is inside of us. We're all connected to the universe. We are the universe. We are the opal. <laughs> we- oh my gosh! Everyone's beautiful on the inside. They're also the universe. <laughs> They're also the universe. I don't think that's what they meant. <laughs> no, but that's what we're interpreting because it's open to interpretation. But it's, it's interesting that they did that rather than just being like black screen. Because that's what I would have, if I was directing it, it would have been like, boom, boom, take all the stuff, black credits. Because black, doing a black screen, like a quick cut like that, mm-hmm. is just like leaving the audience like, wait, what? <laughs> Which I guess going more to inside the gunshot wound to the black opal to the universe is more like, Wait, really? What? <laughs> more what? It's more what? It's more what? Because I'm sitting there going, okay, what does this mean? <laughs> okay, where are we going? Okay, where are we headed? Okay, it's the universe. Oh, and now we're at credits. <laughs> all right. They should have spelled out all the credits. Or they How should... long is the movie? Uh, Two hours and 15 minutes. Wow, <laughs> we're adequately prepared for this. <laughs> I was not expecting to go this direction. <laughs> Never are, but we're spe- never expecting to go in any direction. <laughs> Speaking of the Oscars, though, it was snubbed. Adam Sandler's performance and the picture itself were, were all snubbed at the at the Oscars. Why? Nobody liked it, apparently. Well, then we're weird. Because <laughs> I mean, I was like, yeah. now you need to know first. I guess I love movies where the main character dies mm-hmm. because it's just so different. I really like movies where literally just everyone dies. Uh, quarantine. Knowing, knowing, they don't die. The world explodes. They don't die. Oh, not everyone. Oh, his kids go off to live with the aliens on another planet. So two people survive, and therefore not everyone dies. Two people survive to go live with aliens (laughs) on another planet (laughs) to restart the human race there. Yeah, that's disturbing. I don't want to go down that path. Yeah, that movie's not good. No, it's really not. Let's not even pretend. Let's not even pretend. So knowing, let's not even pretend that we can even try to make that movie good. It started out well. Anyway, that's a whole nother topic. But anyway, like, I don't know what, um, 
I don't know what there is left to talk about, right? I mean, we got to give it a rating. Well, so we've. What was your favorite scene overall? Was it when he died? Oh yeah. Okay. Just because it's that's the break point. Because mm-hmm. like we said, it's just click, 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 click. <laughs> okay. Okay. And and because that's the shocking, that, like that's still shocking. You know he has a gun, and you're like, they just want a ton of money. They're gonna. Oh gosh. <laughs> and then Arno gets shot. Oh gosh. Yeah. And then they raid his jewelry store, which most of it I think is fake. Oh, you think so? I knew. I know that the watch is Lakeith. Lakeith. I don't remember his name. The the character. The character Damani? that Lakeith. Stand- yes, Damani. Yeah. I know the watches he was selling were Folexes. Um, but do you think the rest of the jewelry? I don't know. Just based on how that guy operates. That diamond encrusted Furby looked pretty real. Yeah. That was. <laughs> I wish that Kevin Garnett had worn and, that. And his eyes moved. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, I mean, so, I don't know. They could have made so much more money. And then Julia, that's the other thing. No one else knows that both of those guys are dead at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. Julia has no idea. She's going to go meet him somewhere. Right. Uh, Dina has no idea, which, by the way, Dina's his wife, but they hate each other. Played by I, Dina Menzel. Who is? Elsa from Frozen. What the heck? I know. She says a lot of efforts. That's just a yeah. That's just a weird like. You know who we should get? Oh, by the way, there are over four hundred efforts in this movie. Oh man. Yeah, it's not a record. I think the record's like seven hundred for uh, either Alpha Dog or something like that. But yeah, four hundred. I think it, it's definitely in the top ten. Four oh eight. Four oh eight. And that's that's another thing that people cited when they didn't like this movie is that is the number of uses. Really? So, yeah. It was. It was. But that's it, weird, right? I mean, like. Okay, so what's above it? More than Uncut Gems is Casino, No By No By Mouth, Summer of Sam, Wolf of Wall Street, the F word, <laughs> and and Swearnet. So the Wolf of Wall Street doesn't the Wolf of Wall Street get a good rating? And does it only get a good rating because of the Scorsese? I don't know. I don't know how many people saw the Wolf of Wall Street and liked it. Like, because I know I know the critics loved it, just like this movie. Critics love this movie. Yeah, for once, we're on the side of the critics. We're not on the side of the audiences. It has like a 50-something so I wonder if audience we, rating. Have we just grown that much in film in the past year? I I've found myself siding with the critics more often. Yeah, me too. Well, and I'll say this. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I've sided with the critics a lot more recently. The Lighthouse. It's probably because of what we're reading. You know, Ooh, we read yeah, we true. read the reviews now. We read the stuff. We know more about it. Before we walk into a movie, I generally know more about the plot than I used to. That's fair. So I'm going in without, you know, when you go in without reading or knowing stuff, you have your own notion of what you think it's going to be. And then if it's not that, you know, you... I wonder if a lot of people saw that Adam Sandler was in this movie and they were just like, oh, yeah, we we know what he does. (laughs) It's a comedy. Why are there so many F words? What is happening? Adam Sandler said that uh, if he 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 looks different, too. Yeah, he did. Oh, he had false teeth. Okay. Yeah, that the the teeth when he when he flashes a smile, that was all fake. They was prosthetics for the movie. That's got the earrings. too. (laughs) Yeah. He said that if he was snubbed at the Oscars for this that he was going to make a bad movie on purpose. Oh, so here we go, right? I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> uh, I guess we should give it a rating, huh? All right, rating. What are we doing? Stars, numbers? All of them. Oh. 
Yes. But do our star have, but if you do stars out of 10, so you got to do stars out of five mm-hmm. and then match that to 10. So you just double it to get the number. Mm-hmm. No, I think we should do stars out of four, numbers out of 10, letters out of six. Okay. Or six. So uh, we can give it an E? No, we can't give it an E. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> we got we got pluses and minuses. We're just gonna do letter grade. Oh so, no, because if we did if we did A plus and A minus, that'd give us like a lot more. Mm-hmm. Would that be out of eight? No, out of ten. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen. Out of so we got out of fifteen, mm-hmm. out of four. If an F and, minus exists, then we got Okay, 15. so stars. Stars. Can I give it half a star or can I give it a quarter of you a star? You can give it a half star. Okay, three and a half. Three and a half, okay. Gosh, I'm tempted to just give it a four. I'm just going to go three and a half, so. Okay, three and a half stars. Yep. Number. Can I give that a half, too? Mm, sure. 8.75 out of 10. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with a nine. Okay. Yep. And, and letter grade, A minus. Actually, A plus. Really? So you're going to give it a perfect score letter grade? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you told me, you asked me to do it. I gave it 87, but yeah, okay. We were I, almost. I don't, a, think, I don't think I can do that, right? You can give it whatever you want. This, this is, way, but if you letter it this way, it's only got a 40% or 80%. But if you letter it the other way, it's got 87.5%. This is a very arbitrary rating system. We, we were almost in perfect agreement. I was I was gonna give it an A minus. I am still giving it an A minus. I think I have to because I can't be like 187 and a half and 80. I think you can do whatever you want. You know what? I like numbers better. But I gave it a four and a half, which means it's really a 90. So 87 and a half, 90, and <laughs> I can I can hear people turning off this podcast right now as we're discussing all this mathematics. <laughs> this is not why I signed up. Tree. That's a song. <laughs> Look it up. It's amazing. Like it's called Cosmic Metaphysical Versimilitude. Justin DeLong or it's, what's his name? I don't know, but it's hilarious. Oh, okay. <laughs> to, that's the outro. That's gonna be the outro for this song or for this podcast. I'm serious. That's what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> we'll probably get sued because it's not ours. Yeah doing it anyway uh, um all right that's either, it either way i think we communicated our message we really like this movie this movie was really good and if you don't agree with us i'm sorry but we can agree that it is not for everybody oh yeah it's not i mean if you don't agree with us that actually kind of makes perfect sense <laughs> <laughs> because you were probably one of those people who were like oh it's a comedy it's not <laughs> it's not all right well, we're done um again facebook reaction media Twitter reaction underscore media, Instagram reaction underscore media, like, comment, share, subscribe to the podcast on whatever you listen to podcast on because we are everywhere. And also, yeah, like I said at the beginning, um, we've got the video that we did um, that releases on our website, reaction.media um, today. And um, we're pretty happy with it. Yeah, it's I told you guys at the beginning of the in the intro. It's we made food based on this movie. Um, we actually ended up making black opal rice to signify the black opal in this movie, and we made lamb. Yes, lemon mint lamb. Lemon mint lamb is good. It was very good. <laughs> well, Still is very good. I'm sure we can make it again. Yes. We've got detailed instructions on the blog, too, so if you want to make it, please make it. Uh, and let us know what you think. If yeah, we can tweak it at all. I'll leave the comments open. Uh Regardless of what I said earlier. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, we're going to get bad comments and good comments anyway. Might as well let you guys talk. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Yeah,